brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 101, Passive Income. Hey, Chainers, welcome to another edition of Chain Evolved. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So, Katie, passive income, my favorite type of income, and that's because there's no work involved. What is better? There's (laughs) nothing better. There's nothing better than just getting paid for doing nothing. And I feel like that people are like kind of scratching their heads like, wait a minute, that actually happens? Yep. It's almost like having a money tree in your backyard yeah. almost well so here's the thing right with with a tree you have to plant it you know and, and that's a key thing that people miss out they're like oh why can't i just have this tree you don't that get gives to, me money you know you don't get to move <laughs> into the house with the tree already well formed no in the backyard. otherwise like people would not sell that yard if they knew that there was that tree on it so <laughs> if you want a money tree you gotta plant it yourself <laughs> so i think first there's Something really important we need to talk about. And there is a difference between passive income and side hustle. Yeah. And I think that that's a crucial difference. And I think a lot of people get that wrong. Because I feel like in lots of things that I've read, the line gets kind of blurry between the two. Yeah. So I want to, at least for my definition of the two, this is what I think. Passive income means you look at your bank account and magically there's money there. You have done nothing to get it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Side hustle is when you are out and you are exactly like it says, you're hustling for that money. Like you are picking up a second job, you're Uber driving, you're airbnb you're wag dog walking, you're cleaning somebody's house or babysitting. I could go on and on and on. Yeah. But you're actually working for the money on the side from your regular day job. Right. So passive income kind of just appears in your bank account <laughs> and it's wonderful. Side hustling is on the side. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to throw out three words there and it's the major difference between the two and that's not actively involved. That's the most important differentiator between the two. Passive income, you're not actively involved Side hustles, you are actively involved. Well, that being said, if you're a side hustle can become passive income, but at the point that it becomes not, not as actively involved, then it's more passive than active. Right. Yeah. 
Awesome. So are you ready to dive into today's episode? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Katie. So today we're going to chat about stock and long-term appreciation and investing in stocks is so important. I know that you love talking about this. So <laughs> I'm going like to let you <laughs> I'm going to let you go and run with it. Yeah, so here's the thing, right? You can set your money in a bank account and you can earn 0.2% interest a year, which say you've got $100, you're only going to be making 2 pennies. A year. That is so sad. It is so sad. And that's it. That's your total exposure. And granted, yes, the $100 will be there and it's guaranteed to be there because the bank's going to be guaranteed. But ultimately, you've got no growth. And in fact, inflation is higher than that. Inflation is normally like 1% or 2%. So you're actually losing money by leaving it in a bank account. So that's where stocks come in and bonds and stuff like that. And look, every every investor will have different needs and circumstances and you should definitely consult with a financial professional to figure out what's right for you because everyone's got different needs. But stocks are a great way to earn money. They're the, I would say that they are the asset class that historically returns some of the has some of the better returns, excluding cryptocurrencies. However, that's extremely high risk. But stocks are companies that you recognize and you know, like you can go buy stock in Apple as an example. And that stock will appreciate over a longer period of time. You typically will buy it and hold it for a while. And over a long period of time, the company will make money. And as they make money, they report earnings. And as they report earnings, investors will buy and sell stock. And that's how you can generate money. So what are some other ways that we can make passive income? So one of the other favorite ways is, and it's directly linked to having stocks, is dividend appreciation stocks. So a dividend is something that a company will pay to shareholders. So you have to first own the share to get paid the dividend. And the company will basically say, well, we've made a whole bunch of money. Let's return some of that money to our shareholders. And that's in the form of the dividend. Because ultimately, when you are a shareholder, you own part of that company. So therefore, they're giving money back to you. So now dividends is basically, yeah, the company returning profits to you. And one of the nice things about dividends is they're taxed a lot more favorably than if you were to just make a straight up gain. And yeah, there can be a lot of benefits to them. Oh, that's really cool. I was always a little bit confused when it came to the idea of a dividend. I right. knew I knew you get paid out from it, but I was not exactly sure why. Yeah. So yeah, it's a company returning income. And normally It'll happen once a year, maybe twice a year. Some companies will be more frequently than that. And if you hold index funds, you'll very often see that you will receive a lot more frequently. And that's because the index fund is obviously invested in a whole bunch of of uh, securities and other companies and stuff. So by it having a basket of goods, you'll get paid dividends a lot more frequently. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, so dividends are definitely a great way to make extra income and if you get a whole bunch of good dividend paying shares you can earn a ton of extra income on the side and it's kind of like this well not monthly but i mean it can be monthly now that i think of it if you if you hold a good like um index fund that's that is catered towards dividends some of them will be like all right we're a high dividend investing fund we invest in companies that have a high dividend payout ratio you can then earn a lot of money from these dividend paying stocks 
So I think my favorite passive income idea is a rental property. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I say this. Now, I've never actually rented out a whole house right. that I owned. But I was at one point when I had my house in Florida renting out a room. Mm. And it was it was the best thing. She would just send me a a couple hundred dollars every single month. And ultimately, I wasn't doing anything for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like a caveat to that is that you normally have to own the property to be doing that. So you have to like go through the whole that, spiel of that, buying the house and whatever else it is. That is kind of like the, <laughs> the the small fine print. Like in order to have rental properties, you have to go through and buy the property first. But here's something else. You don't actually have to own the property to get rental income. So there's these things called REITs, which is real estate investment trusts. And if you invest in a REIT, it's basically like buying a share of stock. However, this company or this um, trust owns companies that invest in property. So technically speaking, you are owning property and you will then get paid this rental income as such through the REITs. So you don't actually have to own a property anymore to earn rental income. It's actually a little bit interesting. I feel like you just like... Like, like mind like blown. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's like Inception. Yeah, it's like, I'm what in the speechless. company? <laughs> like, what do you mean? You don't need to own the house. But yeah. So that's actually a little bit crazy. It's but very like, interesting. Definitely property, something to research and look into. Yeah. And, and property generally is a good long-term investment. I mean, I would say it's a, a lot more low risk than something like a stock um, it isn't, because people always have to have somewhere to live. Yes. And well, historically, it doesn't return as much as the stock market either. So you, you can normally get about, I'd say it's like five or 6% on a, in, in the real estate business, like ballpark figure over a very long period of time. You know, it, it's sort of going to grow a little bit higher than inflation, but not really at the kind of level that the stock market will grow. And that's typically at about 10% for stocks, but it is still a great investment to have. And Look, people are going to live somewhere. And if you get some good real estate in a great area that's up and coming, you can make some serious bang. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. So let's chat about capital gains and what exactly that is and why you want to have that as a passive income stream. Yeah, please. Can we talk about this? Because I'm not super sure what a capital gain is. I think I have like a semi idea. Yeah. But I'm not sure. So I wouldn't say it's strictly a passive income stream. I would say it's a type of income more than passive income. But capital gains are typically when you have a capital asset. Say, for example, you buy a house. A house is something that you're meant to own for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Like, granted, some people do house flipping and we'll get to that later. But Like another week. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, you own this house and say you paid $100,000 for it. And say five years later, you sell the house and you sell it for $130,000 you technically speaking made $30,000 on this asset, you know? So that gain is that you call it a capital gain. So when you, when you do make the gains, you make that $30,000, you will get taxed on that. And typically that tax will be at a low percentage because it's not a direct income that you try to, to go out and make. You kind of made it as a result of holding property. Kind of like accidentally. Kind of like accidentally, like it could have gone down just as easy as it could have gone up. You know, it's not like you have a job and you're getting paid every month. So it's a lot more um, passive in nature. But 
yeah, like if you hold any kind of asset over a long period of time, you can get a capital gain. And the same goes for even owning stocks. If you sell a stock and you've hold it for a long period of time, that stock's got up in value. You're going to pay taxes on that as well. So Uncle Sam is definitely going to get his take. <laughs> well, of course. We know Uncle Sam. He is always with, you know, on top of it, wanting to make sure he gets his fair share. Yeah. So let's chat about one of the last types of passive income that we have here, and that's loyalties and affiliations. So this is a bit touch and go, I think. Um, when we talk to people about affiliates, it's usually other bloggers when they're talking about affiliate income. And basically that's, you know, when you click on something, some the blogger who owns the blog gets like a, like a commission check from wherever you clicked on. Right. Long story short. But it doesn't have to be just for like bloggers and internet marketers and stuff like that. No, it doesn't. For example, I want to say, I'm just going to say Robinhood. Right. Robinhood has a program where if you go and you are using Robinhood and you're enjoying it and then you tell your friend about it and they you, you send them, there's like a, in the app, there's like a special link that you can text to your friend and if they click on it and they set up their stocks and everything then you both get a free stock right and that's technically that's passive income because now you're going to be making money off of that stock yeah so there's also other kinds of um passive income through that as well like as an example if i'm like a pharmacist and i have composed a formula and that's my intellectual property Every time someone uses that formulation, I can get paid money for that as well. And that's also a kind of passive income. It's kind of like a licensing fee almost that, um, you know, like say, for example, someone that produces a song, every time their song gets heard, they make some money off it. Or like on YouTube, if you upload a video and that video gets a whole bunch of downloads or views at least, um, you can start making money off that because that's your property and you've produced this, you know, almost like this thing that someone's making money off so you will get paid as a result and that kind of income is great as well because you can really just run with it and you set it up once it's a lot of hard work initially but once set up like the sky's the limit in terms of how much you can earn off it well and i also think when i think of loyalties i think of people who have written books yeah that's another great example and for a long time i think that there's like a an idea that only certain people can write books like Joe Schmo is not an author, but nowadays Joe Schmo can be an author if he wants to be. Yeah, there's this wonderful thing called Amazon Publishing, and you can publish an ebook in a couple of hours if you tried. Yeah, and all you have to do go through, write your story or whatever you're writing about, and then you can publish it to Amazon. And then all of a sudden, when somebody buys your book, that is passive income, and yeah. it's wonderful. <laughs> So passive income is a really interesting topic. It's really tricky to get a whole bunch of income streams up and running. But once you have them up and running, you can make a ton of money, Katie. Yeah. And one at a time, pick one thing, just like before, you don't want to get burdened and bogged down and, you know, feel a little unmotivated. Pick one thing, stick at it. And you're probably, I'm just going to throw it out there. You're probably not going to become a passive income expert in like a week probably not even a month it'll take some time so it's something you have to be patient with and kind of just enjoy the the ride with it yeah so 
If you'd like to get some more information, you can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash passive dash income. I've written a monster post that you guys can check out. It's <laughs> six chapters of all about passive income and, you know, teaches you kind of how to go through the process and think about different ways that you can implement passive income into your life. But before we let you guys go, we'd love you to pull out your phone or your laptop or whatever you're doing and drop us an email. It's info at chainofwealth.com. We would love to hear from you guys if you have any passive income strategies that you're using. Or, or any questions. Yeah, or any questions or thoughts on today's show. We would love to hear your thoughts. And also, you can always catch us on Twitter at Chain of Wealth. Awesome, Chainers. We'll catch you on the flip side. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.